you know, you have to give back, you have to help your community. I mean, if you don't help, how can you expect people to help you? And, and that's what we want to do. And like we said, it, it isn't just about surviving as a business. You, you do have to give back and think about all those people that are isolated and maybe don't know how to train, don't know where to go. And it was totally free. Mm. So that's what we wanted to do, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a great thing for them. And they ended up obviously having lots of other people who wanted to do stuff. And yeah. One of our gym members, Kenton, uh, he did a show as well, and still running the show actually, Cool Conversations. Yeah. So we brought on all sorts of fairly high profile clients, or clients, mm -hmm. but some of them were clients. But it was good to see yeah. that the whole of scientists came together to help the barn theatre. Yeah. So, first of all, welcome to another episode of the Talking Fitness Podcast. I am absolutely delighted to be at CrossFit Science Festival again, because I've been here before, and with David and Anna, who are coaches and co-owners of The Box. Indeed. So, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much. So, for me, so I'd, I'd heard of CrossFit Science Festival, and I dropped in for the first time in kind of February earlier this year, which now we're, I think it's coming to the end of lockdown, feels like a lifetime ago. It does indeed. Good fun session as well. It was, and, and I always knew that I couldn't wait to come back. And then suddenly COVID happened and it was like, not coming back quite yet, but it was great to throughout lockdown to see that you guys were still striving and thriving. Um, <laughs> and were, uh, for me, and I'm sure many, a beacon of exactly what CrossFit should be about, health, fitness, wellness, um, when there was lots of uncertainty globally within the CrossFit community, so um, I was so keen just to kind of get over here and, and kind of have a chat with you. And I know later we'll be kind of training. I'll be joining in one of your outdoor yeah. classes as well. So yeah. thank you very much. You're welcome. So before we kind of talk about things like lockdown and, and kind of social distance classes, like can we just start with a little bit of a background on CrossFit Siren Sister? Yeah, so CrossFit Siren Sister, I set up in 2011. Um, I'd actually looked at some CrossFit stuff. I was doing similar things to CrossFit training anyway. Um, I did some CrossFit stuff. And I saw this, this guy in Wales, Dabs, and I was thinking, how's this guy so fit? How's he doing so much amazing stuff? So I had a little look at what he was doing for his training. I thought, this guy's doing CrossFit, so we've got to give it a go. And that was it. it was the, that was the way in. So thank you, Dabs. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so we opened up in 2011. Um, next year will be obviously our 10th year. I was really excited about that. It was our ninth birthday on Sunday. So yeah, it was, yeah. The tying in celebration this weekend with the 25th reopening and the ninth birthday. Amazing. And Anna, what about you? So so I've only been here for three, three and a half years, maybe, yeah. but only involved in the business for two years. Okay. So I'm still like quite new compared to David's journey in CrossFit. Oh, so, uh, but I think everyone's always got that kind of journey, that story. Yeah. And I know for me, I can remember kind of first kind of getting involved and people can take different routes, but they very quickly find commonality. And I think that's, that's yeah. kind of what's, yeah. what's beautiful. So. Talking of commonality, everybody was kind of affected in their own way by kind of the coronavirus pandemic, COVID-19. And back in I think March 18th, we were told that kind of all gyms needed to close. Yeah. And so that obviously impacted you guys straight away. So if we kind of go back, let's look on the positive side. What was your, well, if we can, what was your like first response in terms of looking to your members, looking to your community? Yeah, well, yeah, we reacted quite quickly, didn't we? Yeah. So we kind of preempted from the news what was going on in other countries that this could happen. So we already had a plan that we would move to an online platform so that training 
could just switch to that as soon as it had to without any delay so members were, weren't affected that much yep. and, and that's exactly what we did. Um, back then obviously it was still very limited and we didn't know a lot of information, we weren't given information, we weren't given timelines um, and it was quite a stressful period, but I think we managed it really well, didn't we? Yeah, in my head, I think it's just going to be three weeks. It'll be yeah. three weeks, and we'll get through it, and it'll be no problem. Three weeks, and we'll be back in the gym. Little did I know. <laughs> no, I know, like four months on. <laughs> I, I remember, like, so in my, in my nine-to-five job on a Friday, clearing the office of my computer equipment, being like, well, I'll see you in a few weeks. And, and I guess that was the same for many yeah. businesses yeah. of, like, how, how long is this going to be? But I guess it's... It's given an opportunity for people to be innovative, right? In that, like adversity breeds adaptation and innovation, right? Yeah, so exactly. I don't think it's a prime example. I don't think many people necessarily were primed with a perfectly operating online training program, but they've you know been been created. Yeah, we were quite fortunate we had an online program ready. Yeah. Um, that, that literally just roll out to, as to, as a business thing. Um, so it was actually pretty straightforward for us to switch. From being it was more the to, members getting yeah. used to using Zoom and things like that because some of them weren't used to that kind of technology. Mm. So it was more, I think, of an adjustment for them to do that, wasn't yeah, right, it? Definitely, yeah. And but we got through it all together because we're all in the same situation in the same boat. Yeah, and and so have how the members kind of responded? Have they kind of enjoyed the classes, adapted to them as well? Yeah, I think it's been very, very positive. Really positive, I think. Yeah, um, especially for the ones that are at higher risk and that actually were forced to isolate and stay in their homes. They found that it was a brilliant outlet. They could still see all their classmates and their friends and it was more of a social, wasn't it? Yeah, most definitely. That was a big thing for them because a lot of them were basically on their own for yeah. probably 100 days. Yeah, it was really, you know, it wasn't nice for them. So we knew how important it was. And I know we say this a lot here, but it's not just about physical health, it's about their mental health. And, mm. and for us, that was so important. We know how yeah. important CrossFit is to them yeah. and it's the community. Um, so we just tried, we said to ourselves, didn't we? As long as we're doing everything we possibly can, that we're happy with that. If we, yeah. if we lose the business, if it all goes, you know, you just didn't know what was gonna happen. Mm. All we could do was do everything we can and that's what we did. We had some great little moments in the way. We had sort of, those times when people hadn't seen each other for probably six weeks and then suddenly in the same class, it was like that magical moment. Oh, it's Peter and Roger. They're in the same oh, class together. Yeah. It's like, oh, this is really sweet. And Peter and Roger, for those who don't know, they're the two of our older members that are currently, well, Roger's not shielding, but Peter's shielding. Peter was, yeah. Um, Roger was in our, um, on a, the Jeffrey Clifton Brown interviews. So okay, was, yeah. So it was a, that was a little bit of a magic moment for the, uh, <laughs> the Zoom session, wasn't it? Yeah. But then you, there is the adverse effects. I'm sure every gym has had that, where some members didn't get on with that. They wanted to be here, and they made the decision that they needed to leave. And we accept that as well, and we understand. Um, so there's been a lot of highs and lows, hasn't there? Yeah. But mainly it's been positive. I mean, we're taking all the positives we can out of this situation. It's, it's around controlling the controllables and yeah. kind of being accepting of those things that aren't and, and yeah. then moving forward, right? Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And I think we've seen both inside the fitness industry but outside it for everyone that the importance of social media but also digital communication yeah. in making people feel included, whether it be in their family unit, in their gym unit, in their commercial unit, like, like business unit. So no, I think that's, that's been awesome. 
one of the things I've seen on your, on your Instagram is that not only you've been continuing to serve your members, but you've also been interacting with your, your local community as well. Yes. So, um, <laughs> oh yeah, that was fun, wasn't it? Yeah. Well, that was, so one of David's friends, Yuan, um, who runs the Barn Theatre in Sirencester, he reached out to you, didn't he? Do you want to? Yeah, so Yuan, the, the day that the, the Barn Theatre closed, which is a pretty big hub for Sirencester itself, is, is very, very popular. It's one of the Again, it's a massive asset for us as a, a town. Um, they lost £250,000 a day they closed. So I thought, crikey, that's a lot of money to lose. But the future then, of, obviously, in my head, I was thinking, well, if it's going to be affecting us this badly, it's going to affect them way worse because their whole business depends on them. They can't put stuff online, really. Um, so we, we had a chat with them and said, we can, we're available to help you out as best we can. We're doing this. I can come and do a show a week, whatever you want me to do, and it ended up being... Six weeks Six of weeks. <laughs> five, days yeah, week. five days a week. <laughs> it went out really well. It was quite tough, challenging work, but it was it was yeah, good fun. It was different. We'd never done anything like that before. It was all live, and um, yeah, we're, we've not used to. We're not media trained in any no. way. But you know, you have to give back. You have to help your community. I mean, if you don't help, how can you expect people to help you? And and that's what we want to do. And like we said. It, it isn't just about surviving as a business. You, you do have to give back and think about all those people that are isolated and maybe don't know how to train, don't know where to go, and it was totally free. Mm. So that's what we wanted to do, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was a great thing for them. And they ended up obviously having lots of other people coming to stuff. And yeah. one of our gym members, Kenton, uh, he did a show as well, and still running the show actually, Cool Conversations. Yeah. So we brought on all sorts of fairly high profile clients or not clients but some of them were clients but it was good to see yeah. that the whole of scientists came together to help the barn theatre yeah and not just that it's just building that community spirit isn't it again yeah. um which i think is really really important you you if you can help and you have a platform to help i think it was your responsibility mm. to do that um i mean we are quite lucky really aren't we really if you think about the other people that have been affected that lost their jobs made redundant still don't know what's going to happen you know, you've got to feel for them and, and mental health, I know I'm saying it again. But it is such a big thing, isn't it? Yeah. And, you know, for us, it was making sure that people had an outlet, they could feel social, they could feel a part of something. Because um, we know here how important it is to our members. And even for the, the local children's school, so we had yeah. several schools use it as their P, P lessons. Yeah. And that was a great thing for them as well. And obviously, they're, they're picking up how to train correctly. It was modified, quite heavily modified, but again, it was still... They were doing CrossFit style movements. They, but it was a thought out, no disrespect to any other fitness professional, but it, you know, most of them were just doing the same thing every day and you're not really incorporating skills or, or challenging no. them mentally. So it was, so it was structured as warm-up, yeah. skill, conditioning, retcon. And I think what's, what's awesome there is like, you're a CrossFit box, you're a local business, but you're also part of the local community yeah. and it's, uh, it's organic, right? It's, it's symbiotic, you all support each other and then the community of Siren Sister thrives, not yeah. just, not just the, kind of the members or, or, the, or the businesses. Well, our business model is reliant on our members in Siren Sister. That's what 97% of our members are from Siren Sister. So you have to give back and look after that, don't you? Yeah. And if you, you know, you, you want to like, we say strive and thrive. Um, I think it's important. We are small, yeah. but we try and do as much as we can. So we're progressing through lockdown and there's definitely was uncertainty throughout. And a lot of people were starting to think, what, where is the way out for this? Yeah. How, where, where is the plan, especially for smaller independent um, gyms, CrossFit boxes? 
And so when did you start interacting with your local MP, Sir Jeffrey uh, Gordon Brown? Clifton Brown. Well, that was probably my temper that came out from that. So it was frustration with there being no answer. And as being a business, you need to plan. You need some idea what was going on. And it was getting so frustrating, wasn't it? Yeah. And then he was going on to the Bon Theatre Weekly to do a show. And he was bringing up topics for the local community. And one show he did on um, one day was bringing in local businesses to talk about the hospitality sector, the leisure sector, and about things being able to reopen and things not being able to reopen. And I was watching it, and he had someone on there that wasn't even from Sirencester, didn't even have a business here, didn't have his gym here. So I thought that was very frustrating, seeing as, you know, he's a local RMP and, mm. you know, what is he doing for our community? So we wrote him a letter, didn't we? Yep like a lot of affiliates did to their local MPs. Yeah. Um, and I actually, we handed it to yeah, him. Yeah. We didn't just send it. We thought, no, we need to actually hand it to him so he reads it. Now, when we went to do that, we asked, could we speak to him? And he said yes. And we sat down with him and I invited him to the gym and he said yes. Oh, nice. <laughs> so it sounds like I've stalked him. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, that's what our MPs are there. They, are, they serve yeah. their constituents and so, Frustration, action. Thankfully, it's it's kind of then come to me and great that you were able I'm to get into the. Into he was the lovely. Yeah. He accepted the invitation. He came and he went above and beyond for us. He did, yeah. and still it's so you know. I, yeah. I just want to say, even though I was angry at the start, <laughs> I'm a big fan and supporter now. Yeah, he had an hour and a half allocated, and he spent two and a half hours with us. Yeah, he gave. And he a wouldn't long have time. gone if it hadn't been sort of shuffled into his car. Um, <laughs> yeah, so he came here and it was really positive. <laughs> He listened to everything we wanted to say. He did. We yeah, did a presentation on, on CrossFit itself, not just about getting the gyms open, but explaining to him why CrossFit is so important yeah. and what we do in CrossFit and why it's so different. Mm. And he really did take that on board. He did, yeah. And it, is that dialogue that's kind of continuing now? Because obviously we now have an opening date. It's yes. only a few days away. But no, are you is. continuing to engage with him? Yeah, he is now going to campaign for us to really help save the NHS by helping our cause in fighting chronic illness in the UK. And that's something that we really are passionate about. Yeah. All of CrossFit mm. is passionate about. We know that we have a great programme that can drastically reduce the percentage of having a chronic illness over a long period of time and what it costs the NHS over a long period of time. Um, so yeah, it, it's brilliant. It's really positive at the moment. Yeah. We're very actually proud to be taking this challenge. Yeah, and we will. We'll keep yeah. doing it, won't we? Amazing. And I, and I think that's the thing is like, yeah, we've, we've all been put into kind of an adverse situation and you can, we always talk about what can you learn, but learning is kind of like taking on board a lesson and then behaving differently potentially. And, yeah. and that's the thing is that it could be easy, like the gyms reopen and we all go back to normal and nothing ever changes. Yeah. And it's about what can we learn? How can we progress? So with opening the gyms imminent, 25th of July, so a few days away, What's, what's CrossFit Sirencester looking like kind of now, like for its members, for the community? That's your target. Uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, so brilliant news that we can open. So following all the government guidelines, which we do have to do, we will be moving the classes inside. And that safely allows us to accommodate eight members, which is a lot more than we were allowed to do outside, which was only five. So for a gym of our size, that's actually really good for us. Um, we used to run classes based on 12. Yeah. So actually, it's not too bad. It means that we can get all our members in safely. 
we can get them back into a good routine, get back to that community spirit. Um, and then from there, the, the campaign is to really, really fight this battle with chronic illness. Mm. And that's something that we really want to do here, isn't yeah. it? Um, but we are well. still going to do our online programme because we think it's really important for those that are still not feeling very confident in coming to class that they still get their training, mm. they still get to socialise. I mean, they'll be streamed with the class, so it does still feel like they're yeah. a part of it. They get to <coughs> chat afterwards. Um, yeah, so I think it's going to be really positive. It will be different, but it's a yeah. new different, isn't it? And we're putting on some special stuff for those that are shielding as well. So we're having yeah. a Legends class for those that are... Yes. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. So we will be having twice a week just a class for those at a higher risk so they can feel safe coming back to the gym. And, and I think that's, that's so important. When yeah. we think about kind of the barrier to, to fitness, it's about feeling comfortable, feeling welcomed. Now we add on people feeling safe. I mean, you always yeah. would traditionally think, oh, a gym is a safe place, but relatively speaking, but we've got another dimension now, and I think that that's so important to kind of cover that aspect. And so you, we're going to be able to train back in the covered spaces. So you mentioned you guys have been training outside. You've got a couple of spaces as well, haven't you? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. We adapted, didn't we? Yeah. So we basically the program is we're obviously training people outdoors. And again, it's five per class, and obviously the coach. Um, and we've opened up <clears throat> on our normal programming of the, the Zoom class. We've got the sessions outside. We've got a home training program. It doesn't require any equipment. They can literally just do the body weight stuff. Um, we've opened up some gymnastic slots so they can do an uncoached gymnastic session. Because mm. so we like put bars outside. Gymnastic Metcon session they can do on the bars outside. Mm. So it's again, and running, out, running yeah. workouts as well. So there's, there's, there's lots on for our guys. Awesome. Challenging oh, me mentally, but it's not, yeah, lots it's on. not work. <laughs> and I, was, I was about to say, man, kind of it, it, it definitely sounds like you guys have already got your hands full and you've been very, very busy. So I was going to ask, um, you know, if there's what's on the cards kind of for the, for the further future, but perhaps the focus is just now. And you mentioned um, fighting chronic illness. We've got, yeah, we've got quite a few plans now. Yeah, we've, we always have wanted to grow. Um, we've actually tried to grow for a few years to get a slightly bigger facility just so we can incorporate more members of the community because with a size gym like this, you are capped at how many people you really mm. can see in a day to give a quality-based mm. CrossFit program. Um, so yes, we have always wanted to grow the facility um, to do that. Um, but also, like David said, um, this fight about saving the NHS and really homing in on wellness and health because we think it's really, really important. Yeah, particularly a, a reasonably rural area like Sirencester, there's actually, Sirencester is quite a large town, but there are lots of other large towns in the Cotswold constituency that are missing out on this mm. kind of stuff. And we think we can probably help a great deal in that fight. Yeah. Awesome. Well, it's been awesome to talk to you. It's awesome to be back here, and I really hope to be back here more often. You're very welcome. Yeah. When things allow. Um, so thank you for coming on the podcast. Thank you. More importantly, thank you for everything that you're doing kind of within the CrossFit community, within Sirencester. And, you know, it, it makes me proud to kind of feel like I'm part of the CrossFit community. Yeah, always part of our community. Yeah, it's good. I mean, thank you. <laughs> so, yeah. And uh, thanks again. No, thank you very much. That's some good work Yeah, now, <laughs> now it's time to sweat. <laughs>